0: Hey friends! Welcome to Kicking It with TGR. This is a collective group of seven individuals who don't look, think, or act the same, coming together to talk to you all about what's going on in the
1: world. What are some of the non-negotiables for the guys though? Like, what one thing I think a lot of is like, what's one thing that y'all are just not having with your, you know, your woman mate?
2: I feel hmm. like a woman should be able to cook for her man before he come home, if she home before him. I feel like if that she, should be, that's, this woman I feel like that. Oh, okay, are we talking about like in right now? Uh, like the real question is how we do now. Are Right. now Are, we, are right.
3: we talking about all right
2: now? Right.
3: Well, no, whether it's right now or like in the future, like this is something uh, that you wanna look for in a person.
2: Yeah, like, I mean, i just, yeah, like from, like from my situation, I think it's all based on everybody's model, right? Whatever your model home is set for, that's what you're going to look for in that significant other, in the future, moving down the road, whatever, right? My model for me, right? My mom and my dad have a a joint plan. Throughout the week, my mom prepares the dinner for my dad. So when he gets home, he has something fresh and hot to eat, right? During the weekend, my dad prepares dinner, right? Because my dad works more hours throughout the week than my mom does. She's home before, you know, with Kendall and things like that. So she's able to... Had the time to do that because he comes home in late nights, you know, but that's an agreement. Like I said, it's, it's an agreement. It's, it's, a, it's like, all right, this is the contract, right? We're agreeing to a contract. This is what I will do for you. You do this for me, you know? And so it's, it's a give and take type of thing. So I just feel as if it's just everybody's model is different. Like how McKinley sees her family, how Lex sees her family, how Rochelle may see her family, Delaria, um, Josh Mo, like how everybody sees their household. It's the model home that they want to, you know, probably not like do as the same, but, you know, increase in some type of value in a way that makes them feel more comfortable. But if your model is set like that, then you're going to feed off your model. But no one's model is wrong. It's just the fact that you have to realize what your model is and does it fit the model of your significant other's model. Because your significant other can have a whole different type of model, right? I have a, I have a significant other that she just, her dad cooks everything. Right? Everything. So that's her model. My dad cooks too. But it's just like, what is your significant other's model versus your model and how can you guys not try to like, like duplicate each other's model and how can you build up to your own personal model and your own collective model?
1: So Chris wants a girl that cooks. What about Maurice, Justin, and Josh? No, that's, that's cool though, because like you said, it's an agreement. Like, And if those two people can agree on that, then that's fine. That works, that's what works for them. I don't see anything wrong with it.
2: Is out of that we go gonna get a chef
3: <laughs> but that's the expectation but i think chris the only thing that i will say that's a little bit different from like like your mom and your dad like that or like they that works for them like they yeah. work without like that for, on the weekend like that's not an expectation though because they've already talked about this an expectation would be when i come home from work my plate's going to be on the kitchen table so for them it, i feel like it's a little bit different there i think maybe it's different in like the delivery Cause like, I could understand that if yes, if I'm getting home earlier and your work hours are more demanding, then yeah, it makes sense for me to cook dinner at that point. And if your sure. work, more so like it's give and take there. So I think that's a little bit different than saying like, I expect a hot meal on the kitchen table seven days a week. And if it's not there, then like, it's an issue. So I think it's like a little yeah. like different thing. They just different.
2: come down to everybody just setting the like your expectations with each other off the gates, off the roof, really, that's what I believe. How you, how you want, how you want this marriage. If you, if you know, we all get to that point of marriage that foundation of knowing like, okay, these
4: Go are my expectations. Go ahead. Bro. I think it's impossible to be so rigid with your expectations, though. Like I feel like in the reality of life is nothing is ever gonna be like, for example, if let's say me and Delaria, we have this set plan, and every day it's like, okay, for this week, you cook every day during the week, then the next week I cook every day during the week. When is my week, if she has something that's like, yo, I gotta, it's an emergency, I gotta get something done at work, I can't then hold that over her head, like, that's why I say it's not really give and take, it's just more of life happens, so you guys find what works for you, and if stuff comes at you, you adapt and you roll with it, like, everybody's just trying to make it, so you can't really just be so set on, well, we said this is how it's gonna be, so it's gotta be this way, everything has to be like this, if it's not life or death, or that vital to your relationship, like, one day or one compromise ain't gonna kill you. Yeah. For sure. What's
1: a non-negotiable. I, 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 I totally agree. <laughs> uh, the people uh, want to know. Right.
4: A single non-negotiable is tough, but I would say for me, it's, we both have to be carrying our own weight. Like we got to make each other better. You, you, we can't let each other stagnate. We can't hold each other back. Like, all, all the conversations we have kind of come together on this topic. Like you got to be able to compromise, not just for your goals as a relationship, but for our goals individually. So I guess my non-negotiable would really be not being able to work with each other to make each other better, not just our relationship, but make each other better because we're still individuals and we still have personal goals. And as a person, if you really love that person, you love them outside of their relationship with you. You love them as an individual, so you want mm-hmm. them to see what's what's reach their full potential. So my no, my non-negotiable would be just being rigid with your expectations, not working, not letting the other person grow and blossom. That one
2: time, Amiah Shepard and um, Tiana Taylor type thing. I want you to go out and experience life and come back, and so we can talk about it. I don't. Well, I mean, I feel like that's how like everything wait.
4: can be, especially like in the 21st. Like we're not. This isn't the 1950s anymore. Like, this isn't like I'm not expecting, especially me. Like, I'm raised in a house, both of my parents are very successful, both of them. Like, it's not, it's not a one's better than the other. Like, they're both successful in their field and they both make things happen. So, I want Delaria to be completely capable because if I get hit by a butt, she got to be able to keep moving.
1: We're gonna make sure that they're do. Okay, I didn't know we were going
3: I didn't know we were going quite there.
4: I mean, yeah, but like that's just you always want I mean, your that, partner. But that's real though. That's, that's real. Yeah, you want you want your partner to be ready for
2: whatever comes next, because you never know. Life is real. Yeah. Jason Justin?
0: Yeah. Non
2: negotiable. Uh, well well, I'll say my non negotiable is uh someone who who doesn't want to open up. You know? Um, someone who's very closed off emotionally. Uh, I, I don't like that, especially if you want me to be, you know, open with you and and uh, want me to express my feelings how at, at any time, at any point. Don't close off from me when you feel as if uh, you you don't think you can talk to me. That's that's a huge non-negotiable for me, like a huge one. Um, everything else is pretty fluid. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm like a chameleon. I'm a pretty open guy, but that's a one non-negotiable I'm like, I, I can't do. If you're not open emotionally, or if you, if you, if you have an issue being open emotionally, you know, express that to me. You know, if if, if you don't express that to me, I won't know. And if I, if I don't know, I'm just stuck in the dark and I, and I hate that. So that's my one non-negotiable. So well, what if it's
5: something that that person needs to work on, would you be willing to be patient with them, to of be comfortable? Of
2: course. If I care about you, I'm extremely patient. You just have to let me know. Communication is the best thing and for for, for all relationships, romantic or platonic, you have to communicate. If you're not communi- communicating that with me, then I, I wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like If you just like keep keeping me in the dark, I'm just gonna be oblivious to it. I mean, I'm gonna be like, all right, well, she really don't rock with me like that. I don't know what's going on with shorty. I'm a I'ma just do my own thing, type, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm I'ma block her off for me emotionally. And it's gonna, you know, it's not gonna be a good, you know, a good thing or uh a good turnout. I don't know if I'm, I'm gonna be happy. Exactly. You feel me? So
0: Justin, you're non negotiable. I can't I
2: can't say I, I
6: really, really have one. I think that once you make it past that initial threshold of like you know requirements like your politics your family you got some common sense like those kinds of like preliminary kind of uh qualifications um i don't i don't have too much i, I can't be moved on. i'm i'm always here for a fair argument <laughs> you know you just gotta you just gotta you know you know, be be reasonable. I, I really don't think anything's not negotiable.
2: So that's, that's my prerogative, I think, on the issue. Not making me rethink my
0: non-negotiables.
2: <laughs> 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 they make me rethink. I don't know, because everybody's saying like, it's just sometimes when you hear from different perspectives from different people and different mindsets and things like that, right? And you kind of look back on like, okay, not for me, I said food, right? But technically, once she once you get like you said once you get past that threshold, it's just like the wheels are like this like the training wheels are off now. Like this is this is us. This is what we're doing. So I there's, bought no, there's no longer go ahead.
6: Yeah. I'm into the ROI, right? So hmm That's
1: what we talking about. Yep. I like that.
3: I feel like sometimes when you're dating, like obviously like you're in a relationship with the person, but sometimes it welcomes like so many opinions from different people like your loved ones because they care about you so much so with that being said how um like do you feel like how do you feel like you date a person without weighing in the opinions of like your loved ones or like your family members so if you're dating someone that you really care about but your mom or dad like doesn't like them is that gonna be a factor
2: oh yes that's a big factor um for me every (laughs) if you talk ask any girl that i ever try to they or talk to them, the first thing they gotta get to know is mama. A. That's the first thing, right? They be like, "Why well, I gotta get? <laughs> well, why you gotta get to know? Oh, I gotta get to know your mom. This and this and that." I'm like, "Listen, I promise you, because she gonna tell me straight up if you like, if she like you, then be good, because I like you, right? But if she ain't vibing with you if she tell me she ain't vibing with you, i you know that's on her. But at the same time, like I feel like I feel like a lot of women." Struggle with that connection with the the man's mother, right? Because they always have later got roles like issues with the mom if they if they don't off rips get like good relationship vibes with them, right? So I've seen a lot of couples and a lot of relationships go south because the girl don't like to lose mom because the mom was looking at him looking at her crazy and stuff like that. Like for me, it's like yo, if you want to establish that relationship with my mother because that's my mother and I know who she is and how she's gonna move about it then all right, let's do it. Like (laughs) my current situation right now, like literally, she never understood why. I want her to get to know my mother so bad. But now that she knows who my mother is, her and my mom are best friends, FaceTime each other, and I'm okay with that because I'm like, all right, cool. That's a relationship I don't gotta worry about building. They built that on their own. But I just told her, I said, yo, listen, I honestly think you should get to know my mom. And she's like, okay, cool. But her getting on my mom, my mom led the door to my dad. Now it's cool. She don't care talking to my dad, or nothing like that. But she, she be literally like, um, like I just feel like a woman should be willing to accept, you know, that side because at a point, my mother is not going to be the woman of my life. All right? my mother is just going to be my mother because that's how the Bible says it's set up. It's supposed to be like that, right? But I still want that genuine relationship. I want to be able to come home and know my wife don't gotta with my mother because she's my mother and that she calling me, asking me how, how's the day going. Right. Something really be different about that. For me, I honestly say uh, I gotta honestly say for me that where I, where my relationship is and where the relationship is with my mom and my sneak together, it's amazing. Right? I wouldn't I, I'm I am i like, yo, that's crazy. I just gotta tell i something like that. Hey, you talking about that. So that's kinda of crazy. But I can appreciate that. And when I when, I, when she comes to visit, it's like I don't gotta be all of you. like, hey, you good, this and this and that. When she comes, man, she'll be in the kitchen, she be cooking it up, she be laughing, joking, this and this and that. It's trying to play space, they on teams, we be running in space, like it's just it's a it's a natural chemistry. And I, I just I just feel like that that right there, that's needed. Like a relationship with the parentals is needed. For the family. But they don't they don't input though. They don't input.
3: <laughs> so if you might be on the call like that's parents i think everybody probably agrees that your parents definitely matter i think some people agree more than others maybe but what about like friends like if you have a really really close friend of yours that has reservations about your partner like would would that be would that have some sort of impact on how you Y'all
2: my them? only close friends y'all know everything
6: <laughs> no no I, and this is if i can, if i made i i i almost ended a relationship <laughs> because the woman would I was I had a situation and she would say at the end of our conversation, Tell your mom I said hello. And <laughs> I was like, No, like why would I why would I do that? Right? And for me it's like obviously I'm not gonna do that if you've never met her. Like and that's not where our relationship is, nor do I think it might be actually heading. Like the mother thing is i I've, I've never thought that was a, a early move. It's really not one I've made until very recently, and even still there's a level of distance that remains i don't i don't I don't play the mama stuff i i really don't, <laughs> I, don't I think it's i think it's like uh playing with fire because it's like every relationship ain't meant for mama's approval so.
0: but I think like. I think the premise of the question is speaking on, like, outside of the mom. Like, do guys let their other bros influence how or who they date in a relationship? Like,
2: oh, I, right. I do not. Okay. I do okay. not. Okay. I'll right. right. let you know right now. Listen, 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 listen. I'll let you know right now. I never listen to Maurice. He's that's that's, that's your problem, always bro. right. That's
4: your problem,
7: He's dog. always right.
2: And I'm always like, damn he was right <laughs> so maybe i should listen to him a little bit more because sometimes i'll be like nah because he's be like bro that ain't the one bro i'm like nah bro i love her bro i really really love her and he'd be like nah bro that's <laughs> that's not it so you know um maybe i should start listening to my friends a little bit more <laughs> and not listening to whatever i'm listening to um uh, maybe that'll work out better in the long run but uh so Mo,
0: yeah when What's you're up? giving your opinion is it like purely based on like the vibe, how they're interacting with each other, or are there other factors?
4: I'm not gonna lie, like, I'm the feds when it comes to certain stuff. So, <laughs> you know how like y'all go find it? That's me. Like, like <laughs> when it comes come to my, when it comes to the boys, like when it comes to my crew, like, nah, because the way I view relationships, like, I think of everything as a matter of stability and like long term and building for a future. So, we ain't kind of, we getting older. And how I view like, my future stability means if this is this is already figured out i can focus on getting this money and building my empire like if you got the queen secure, she in the castle she's already helping you build you don't you you focus i'm i don't got to worry about nothing else when i go outside like my goal is to build at home is is locked in so when when i talk to him i'm usually like you need to probably scout out for a little while like this probably. I might sound crazy, but Delaria already noticed. I've been been locked in. So you, I think if you if you're really serious about something and you decide early on, like, okay, I'm about to go after her. This is what I want. This is why I want it. I see attributes I like. That's when you should do it. But if she's just out here on um, like you just oh, she's cool. Go out here with her. I'm not going. I'm not going cosign. I can't rock with it.
3: But I feel like you have to know your personnel too, because I feel like everybody reaches like that point at a different time like you have people mm-hmm. that are going to just be that person until they're 35 plus and so like at what point do you have to also like know your friend to know the
7: advice that you're giving them if that makes sense like but, gonna but, that's what i go ahead i'm sorry no what i was going to say i was going to speak on from the um friend's perspective so like for me what i've come to learn is like people are going to have like if somebody's in a relationship and they're like really in love with somebody at that point like they're stuck that like, their mind is in that area so you can have your opinions and you can give it all the advice that you want but they're going to go with what they think is regardless and so you just have to let them go through that like they'll eventually realize it but and all you can do is be there for supporting them but like at the end of the day you can't keep wasting your advice or like or wasting your breath and thinking that they're going to change you just have to wait for that person to actually change
3: No, I hope that was it. it. And I think sometimes you have to be careful even taking it. Like, obviously, I'm going to give my friends advice if it's like an unhealthy situation, if I truly feel like it's putting them in harm's way. But if it's something that, like, is two people going through something, I try to, like, steer clear of giving my advice unless it's asked for, because oftentimes I think the friend gets, like, kicked in the butt, and they're just trying to be helpful, but at the end of the day, more than often, like, you're gonna go back to that person, like, I've been through things before, people are like, don't do that, don't go back to that person, like, don't forgive them, but I feel like it's hard to ask for advice in those situations, because so much of it is, like, what you've been through with that person, or, like, how you've grown with that person, and things that, like, other people just don't know, But I mean. Yeah.
4: Do you think, as a friend, there's a way to Like, for example, with me and Josh, either one of us, I know he'll tell me all the time, like, I might not agree with it. And just because he gave me that advice, that doesn't mean he's not gonna be supportive of me in the situation, right? Like, I can say, yo, I don't think you should be doing this, Josh. That's just my opinion. But after you decide to do it, I'm not gonna remind you every five seconds that I thought it was bad. Like, if you come to me with something went wrong, it's not my place, if I'm really your friend, I should have now throw it in your face They're like, yo, this is, this is what I told you. Like, you got to do it like this because that's not the purpose of advice. Like you can take a man to water, but you can't make him drink. Your job is to just give him the information. <laughs> I get you, yeah.
3: I it, but I think more than often, friends can be a little bit judgy. So that's where it goes. Like, kind of like. Yeah. Like, I think it's great that you can separate the two, but I think oftentimes, like, whether it's, like, a sister or, like, a really close friend, sometimes you're just looking at it from a perspective of, like, this is, like, my loved one, and I don't want them to be hurt, so it's easy to just be, like, girl, what are you doing? And then you're, like, reminded of it, and then you feel, like, that kind of situation.
0: I think, like, a friend or that sister, you have to give unbiased advice, like, I would hope like my friend group knows like when I give advice I'm not putting my emotion into it I'm literally just giving you the facts of the situation and I'm letting you make that decision so I feel like you also have to be really cognizant of like who you're seeking advice from because there are people who will be like nah bruh I don't like her and I can't give you a reason why or Mm -hmm. there are people who will be like here are Mm -hmm. the facts this is what you said she does for you how she makes you feel you decide from there how you do it I feel like for a lot of people when you give them advice, they kind of just need to hear the bare bones of like the situation. They need to hear the facts because they're clouded by their own judgment and emotions that they can't filter through like what's actually important. So you need to make sure you're seeking advice from the right person, not just someone you care about, but someone who can give you just the truth. And then also make sure when you're delivering it, you're just delivering verbatim what they tell you, the facts, and they should make that decision.
2: I I, I agree with that Lex. Like, for for me, now that I got no the idea of the question, um, I'm always, for me, I'm always that friend, right? I'm always the friend that's giving the advice, right? Um, I never go seeking advice for someone that I don't, that I know for a fact that is not going to add value to the situation, right? It's the difference between getting advice from people, but if they're not going to have value to it, um, a lot of people like to subtract from your situation just because of where you are or where they are compared to your relationship, right? um a lot of times when i seek um any type of advice like i got like it's a, i can count of my hand literally the only guys i seek advice from for, for, is my pops and probably my my boy barry right i'm every time i got something i want to know something i am going to call him and i'm like yo b what you think about this and he's like the most honest dude that like, like, but because I don't have nobody else in my circle to do that besides you guys. I mean, every, every time I got a, a female problem, I'm always coming to you I call each and every one of y'all and ask y'all like, so what's your thought on this? What's your thought on that? What's your thought of this? what you think about this? Because I want to know, I don't want to be in my situation, right, from the man's perspective and taking just from my standpoint, right? I want to understand what a, how from a woman's perspective, from different multiple women that have, um they actually want to add value to my situation you know every time i come to you guys it's never a negative thing right and so i just feel like some friends um you just gotta know then like i just it's just some people you just don't talk to about certain things and once you have that set group of friends that you can talk to it makes it so much easier because my life has been easier with christian Delaria, Delaria, Felicia, rochelle kenley like all y'all, like, every last one of y'all have helped me advance as a man, right, because that's the value of our relationship, I add value to you guys, and that's what you guys give back, it's never like, oh, I don't think you should be doing this, right, it's always like, all right, let's, let's walk through it, like, what you like about that person, what you want to do, like, this, this, and that, and we always go through it, and then as, after we, as we go through it, we find all the good things, and it's like, all right, what a bad thing Like. They're nowhere to be found. So, I just feel like it's just who you go to, and I feel like if you go to the wrong person that doesn't have the best interest of your heart or best interest of the situation as a whole, you ultimately gonna fall.
3: Yeah, I think eventually, like you get to a point in your relationship where you don't even actually go to people that much. Like there, I say now that there are very few times where like I'm really calling someone like I truly just don't know what to do like. I feel like I'm in the point of my relationship where like we've just got to work that shit out like unless it's going to mm-hmm. it's to the point where we're like dead ass going to break up then for real for real there's no point in me asking for anybody's opinion unless it's like you know like we're going through something and I just want to know like have you ever been through anything like that but typically mm-hmm. like there are like I can't think of a time recently where I've been like you know like I'm really going through some shit and I don't know what to do like I just try to like prey on it and then like talk about it so it like doesn't happen again in the future but I do think in the beginning like you might be like asking for people's advice a little bit more. But I think as you get like deeper into your relationship, it's important to like filter how much you really tell people. Because I think as you get deeper into your relationship, the issues become like more messy. Like they can be harder and like harder things to deal with. So when you sometimes go to people with those things, it's hard to like separate the two as you move further along. And if you get married and it's like hard to separate it, if that makes sense. Yeah,
2: I agree. uh, Yep. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie um I never ask for advice before I do be yeah
1: honest.
2: it's always like after the fact you know like I'm like yo son bro shorty man He like bro no and he instantly instantly once he says that then I'm like all right I'm already knowing what what exactly I have to do. Because we have that kind of connection, like, all right, bro, like, he just shake his head like, nah. That's all you gotta say is nah. He don't don't say much, you just say nah. I'm like, all right, understood. And I, you know, I tread lightly after the fact, but I never, never, never ask for advice before I go do something. Because I actually want to learn as a man, and I want to make my own mistakes before I ask for advice. That's my whole thing. I think it's all
1: about the, like, the, like, I agree with you. Like, there are certain things I don't ask advice on, especially when it comes to relationships, to K- McKinley's point. It's because you don't want people in your business. And despite how unbiased your friends try to be, they are very much biased to your side. They're going to give you advice to put you in the best predicament and not the relationship itself. And that's, that's common to happen for that. I think you really have to be very cognizant about who you're taking, av- uh, taking advice from and what state they're in i can't ask you know you can't ask just because you've been driving a car for 16 years don't mean you know how to like fix the engine or change you know change the brakes so you can't go seeking things for people that aren't in it with you uh whether that's friendship or relationship and i think i
8: i'm i agree 100 percent with both mckinley and Delarius point but i feel like also as the person sometimes like seeking the advice you have to be cognizant of like what you're telling your friends Mm because a lot of times like you go to them when you want to vent about the what's going bad and like McKinley said that's the light that they're in in your Mm -hmm. friend or family member's relationship so sometimes it's like you got to take that into consideration like am I telling them the good that that person is doing as well. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. Like to piggyback off that you have to take responsibility for your relationship with that being like you have to if you're asking somebody you have to know that you're opening that door like you're opening the door for possible criticism or to hear something that you might not want to hear but you if you're going to do it you can't then let that be earth-shattering and take that back home and let that dictate how you act in your relationship it's just that it's advice from an outsider but I think that goes back
3: to seeking validation from like people that you're close to and a lot of people you'll find they're like, they try to please people and they they try to make people around them happy and they don't actually think about like what's necessarily best for them in that situation. So I think that's why it's important to like, know those boundaries.
0: Well, speaking of validation and getting, you know, friends and family approval, we've spoken about that in relations to like the vibe of the couple, how they interact together, but we haven't touched on that as it relates to race. So one of the questions that we have is, one, would you date outside your race? And two, are you influenced by that decision based off your friends or your family?
5: I personally don't think I can. Because um, I, want, I want someone who may understand me. Just what's going on with today's society. The fear of maybe being getting stopped by a cop or being... Uh, followed around in the 7-Eleven, like I've been followed around in so many stores or even just being a double minority in technology as an African-American female or how that may set me back trying to grow in my career because it's always the white male that's going to win above me. So let's say if I was talking, I was in a relationship with a white guy, he he honestly just wouldn't be able to understand my struggle in a sense. And plus, I think black love is
2: so beautiful. So.
3: that point do you do you think that there are people out there that just because they're not going through it like they still understand
5: Uh, they may understand but I think you don't really feel anything until you can experience it yourself
7: I I can agree with that because for me my uh, the way I was brought up I guess for me my upbringing is rare like I've grown up all around black people i have only been in black spaces like white people have always been a minority for me and then also like I haven't experienced racism personally so I can only get it from stories of how people what they tell me so for me I feel like I can date outside of my race just because like I don't have a lot of the sadly the baggage that a lot of black people have because of what they experience from racism and I'm just always that adventurous type person. Like personally for me, it's not even, I wanna date a white person. I can date any race, any ethnicity, stuff like that. Um, That's just me.
3: Yeah, Leah, that's a great point. Cause there are a lot of people that carry the baggage of other people also. So it's like you're outraged because someone that you know has been through this, but you might not have necessarily been affected. So that kind of is like the same thing that I was asking you, Talisha. It's a great point.
0: Yeah, I would say I'm similar to Leah. Um, I'm not opposed to dating outside my race. Like my dream will obviously be to date, marry a black man, and have black babies. But I wouldn't allow myself the chance of happiness if that looked like somebody else in that picture. Um, and I don't know. It's it's a tricky situation because you know you feel like we're in 2021. People date outside their race all the time, but in the state that our country is in, it's a very it's still a very difficult topic to broach, to be quite honest. Um, I want to say, like, I would be 100% comfortable with it. But there are things that I think about. And I think the way I thought about it when I was 15 is significantly different than how I think about it now. Um, Now, there are a lot more questions that goes into dating someone who isn't in my race versus when I was 15. I was just like, he's cute. So I don't know, I would say I would date outside my race. But I would be a lot more particular and picky like just the standards would just be a lot different to be quite honest.
6: I definitely will have to date a person of color um for one I think the cultural disconnect is definitely something that is a, is a turn off from um being with someone who's light and then also I mean as far as the family thing we have like a melanin epidemic. So I have to like date someone with some complexion in order to like preserve my family's legacy. So um, yeah, no, I think I, a person of color will definitely be my uh, romantic partner.
3: Josh, all
0: looks like you're thinking. Yeah, you look deep in thought, Josh. I want to hear it.
2: I, uh, I wouldn't say I'm deep in thought. It was, I was brought up a certain way. Um, my mom, she went to Spelman, um, and she's extremely, extremely tapped. Like, she's just very, very aware of what's going on in the world. And I've had siblings who, who've dated outside their race. And I've experienced that like, like firsthand, like he, it was, it was wild. (laughs) I guess you could say like, it was, it was right around the time they were dating right around the time Trump got elected. So I'd never forget when I came home one day and they were sitting on the couch and and they were just having an argument about I don't I forgot what it was particularly but it was just they were just they were very 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 passionate on both sides and they asked me and I was like ah, this 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 is not my place this is y'all relationship um and after just seeing that little tidbit and 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 that insight into what one of my siblings, he what he went through, I would never personally um, date outside my race. That's just me though. Um, there's nothing against, you know, interracial dating or anything like that. But me personally, I, I, just, I just connect better with a black woman. I came from a black woman, you feel me? So it's just different. It's just, it's just, it just hit completely different. I'm sorry, like it's just, I don't know, man. I'm smiling about just thinking about talking about black women. That 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 that's the difference. That's the difference for me. So, um, but yeah.
0: Hey, right, anyone else? Any of the girls? Lish, Kay, Rachel.
8: Um, I like being able to ex- have similar experiences to certain people, and I think there's something beautiful about educating people. Yes, but I feel like I I wouldn't want all of that responsibility. Cause the some in the past dating um someone who was not aware of, you know, our culture and like stuff that I would think they would know, it was kind of challenging, you know, seeing those differences. So I feel like that would be that could be a lot. So I would not want to do that again.
0: Well I guess my question is um like say you end up falling for someone who's outside of your race. Like Will you deny yourself that love and affection because they're not black?
2: Nah, I mean, for me, see, I think everybody's just growing up different, but for me, my grandfather's like 100% white. That man's a Negro man, he's white, he's married to my grandmother, she's West Indian. It's just, it's just I got white nieces and nephews, I got white cousins. I, my cousin is married to a white woman, so. Um, and Charlie loves his wife passionate they have two kids together right Um, and I've seen her do a lot for him you know even like in the social climate that we're in right now I can see why everybody would say no or be hesitant from it but for me and my viewpoint on life love is love love doesn't show skin color doesn't show anything like that right if you fall in love with somebody that happens not to be your complexion that who are you why would you want to allow the social norms of the world to stop you from achieving that because what God has for you is God's plan for you regardless of what you may think or what the world may think right we have a lot of um pro athletes that you know date outside of their race our race right that are black athletes that actually have white wives and everything like that but they actually are living a happy life right and a lot of people always like are you really happy but it's just everybody puts so much emphasis on what the next man or next woman is doing in their love life, right? So if someone wants to date out their race, then that's all good and dandy, like I don't feel like it's necessary to be like, oh they're white, black they're this, they're that all that stuff was man-made, love was not man-made, love was made from God Himself. so I just feel as if if someone wants to date someone that's not the same skin complexion, that's all, that's totally up to them. And that's totally fine because that's like telling someone that they can be married to the same sex.
8: But I think that's what you just hit. You just hit the nail on its head. Like I feel, I think it comes down to being like a preference, like a choice. So when you look, when you talk about like these athletes who are out here doing it or celebrities, whatever, like that's your family members, that's their choice. So I feel like, you can have your preference. I think some of us are just saying we would prefer to stay within our own race, and yeah. I think that's okay either way because love is love, like you said.
3: I yeah, like. I think the issue is like you hear so many. Well, I think it's times have changed now, but there a time where so many Black men would literally say they only want like a woman that looks this way like she has to in the mold that they were describing clearly is not a black woman so i think that's where like i had the issue i don't think there's anything wrong with the preference but that's like a very like small set of people that's i don't even know if that's necessarily a race that's like just very closed off and for me like as a black person i don't even understand how you could like part your lips to say that and i think Times have changed just because of what's going on but I think it's also important not to be confused that just because it's a black person just because the person is black doesn't mean they're down for the cause because there are a ton of people that are just out here saying like oh yeah like this happened to George Floyd but they're not doing anything actually for the cause so I don't also don't think that should be your root cause for dating someone based off of like their experience necessarily always because there are a lot of black people that will say all these things but they don't actually do anything to help anything that's going on in today's day and age.
0: Yeah, and I think it ties into, like, there's a difference between preference and prejudice. There's a difference between, like, I just happen to date people who kind of look like this the whole time, or, like, short, tall, you know, versus, like, I only date this type of person who looks this way. I think that's the difference, and I think, like, tying it to what you were saying about athletes, that's a big issue with the women that they choose, because a lot of them, just from my perspective are either white or racially ambiguous. And it's like, it's an issue or it's a crime to say like, you love a black woman unapologetically and unconditionally. So when you're talking about dating outside your race, I think you need to be cognizant on like, do you like this person because you get along because you like how they treat you because of, you know, X, Y, and Z versus like, I want them based off
2: looks. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I worked with a, a white woman, um, at my job and she's married to a black man right the reason why I actually like you know we had this open conversation at work and I was like you know what's the reason why right she said because I don't want to be like everybody else in the white culture right she said I wanted to live my life the way well she wanted to live her life the way she wanted to live it right I feel like life gives you access to things, right? She, she, No one's ever going to have access to what we have to experience as Black people in America or Black people in general, right? But she didn't want to become or live the life of, like, her family was racist, right? She, but she morally, her moral compass is like, that's not who I am, right? So she, it was more of a, all right, let me leap out, take a leap on faith. And just, just me and she just she's just naturally attracted to a black man and she has a child by the black man she loves black man she goes to bat for him every time right but it's not it's not gonna be the same as a black woman for another on a black man because you guys share that connection but i'm just saying it's just that access to her right some some people are choosing now to like you know what i don't want to be the norm or what it was in the 1970s and like back back when it was like, like, they don't want to do that anymore. People want to be happy, right? And I feel, I feel like the, I just feel like it's kind of hard for people to do it because of the norm, like what's going on in society now, because right now it's black versus white. It's been like that for years. And it's kind of hard, like, if someone wanted to go on a date with a white woman, right? They have to be you know, discreet about it, secretive about it. Or if a black man wanted to go on a date with a white woman, he had to be discreet about it, you know, Friends like, oh, why are you going out with that white girl? This, is this, this, and that. But I'm just feeling like, like, back with Rachel said, it's a preference, it's a choice, and love is just love, right? I love my black women. Y'all know I love black women, so y'all already know how I'm coming. I love black people. I support my people, you know, just for, but for me, it's just my family just happens to be, have, I have white in my family, and I just, I can't, can't take that from them, right? But that's just my experience, you know, that's how I grew up, and that's how I've, I've seen it go like my grandmother on her side of the family everything after her it's all white like and all that so it's just it's kind of hard because all that whiteness got me you know what I mean so it's just but like, that's just my that's just my set
0: <laughs> going back to your coworker, I would have rather she said she's attracted to black men versus her saying I'm trying to be against the norm because now it sounds like you're dating my men to be rebellious
2: Well, she's not being, she's not being rebellious. It was because we, 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 as, we as black people, right? We as people just in general, we like, you heard it from that perspective, but being in that moment, I didn't take that from that. Right. But how I I presented it to you, you was like, okay, she's being rebellious. So she's trying to go against the grain of her family, this and that, but just as if you were a, you were a black woman and you wanted to date a white man, they're like, "Oh, she's just trying to make her parents mad, or she's trying to like." It just it's no. all about that the, is, It's all about the accent. I,
3: no, I think it's different. No. I think it's totally different when it's a black woman and a white man versus a white. Versus what a what's the difference? Not even that. I feel like, like I'm about to tell you the difference. The difference is, no. um, if you're looking for that sort of woman, like you're looking for based off of her looks. I think a, a black woman that's looking for a white man, that's her preference, yes, but it's not so much about like the looks, if that makes sense.
2: So a black man has to look for a white woman based off of her looks, not, not because saying, of who I'm she I'm not saying is. that's
3: always the case, but a lot of times when you hear men that say like, I won't date a black woman, it's because they're describing a woman, not saying that like, I want to find somebody that I love, or I want to find somebody that has my aligned morals. They're saying that I want to find a woman that looks like this, that has this sort of hair, that can give me like this sort of child. It's never like, I want to find someone that's like me, or I want to find someone that I love. Those two women
2: women, women women. do the same thing every time. You, you Women always want to find something that's going, I've heard you guys talk about it. Like, oh, I want to marry someone like that so I can have this, I can have a, but like, yeah, it's you the mean, preference you thing. Never, you never I mean, not, not, not saying white, I'm not saying you saying white, I'm just saying, but it's a preference thing regardless of the skin tone. That's what I'm saying, it just, it comes, but it it, 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 more it, more it, dieting, it can't, it can't, in, it can't work one way and not work the other way. I also feel like it, there are more. I possible. feel
3: like there are more black men dating outside of their race than there are black women. It's more. Right. It's more we don't, we don't know
2: <laughs> that. Nexting to the numbers, I, but all, all the like black people that we see dating white women as athletes, and that's just a small group. Wait, but
6: why? Why is this a vanity issue? I don't understand. And then it also sounds like can black women white men's appearance doesn't matter or we're just vain black men are just vainer
3: I can't that, that's a, that's men. what i'm hearing
6: and that seems like super
3: no i can't we're all black men so that's first of all let's start there because there are plenty okay of black men that like love black women and that's fine but i do think that a lot of times when black men are interested in a white woman or somebody that's non-black the reason is not because like I'm looking for her because she's ambitious. Like if that's your preference of woman, you are looking for a woman that looks like that. In that case, if you're date, if you're in that, that's uh, if you're not dating black women too. Like if you're not interested in black women, you're looking for someone okay. that literally looks like that.
6: But but you're saying that's not the same influence <laughs> for black women. No. Why do what? black women date black I men, don't, I, don't men? Think so. I
3: don't
6: think so. Are y'all, like, morally... Are y'all just, just, just different?
3: When, when has whoever heard a oh, black woman
6: whole. say that
2: she's dating uh, a white man? It's crazy. That's too crazy. You can't, you can't say that oh, the a oh, black man... It's looking at a woman because that's what he wants. But a black woman easy. looks at a white man. is like, "Oh no, I look at him because of his character, his charisma." His yeah, right? just, damn. No, that, you can't do that. I, I,
3: I have <laughs> I just, I just, never heard a black woman say that. I'm look. I want this white man because he's so fine.
1: I've just never a, talked to a black
3: well, woman. I've heard. I've
8: heard plenty mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of
3: white I, I've heard No, Travis Kelsey.
8: Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that what wow. we're talking about is a part of black should be looking for people based off of preference and when i say preference i don't always mean like physical attributes it should literally just be like and if it is a physical attribute it should be like something like height not skin right. tone it should be like do they treat me right do i like them do we get along and they just happen
4: it's to be like nine i think we're leaving out kind of like a major point especially as black people and this is kind of this really has nothing to do with romance or anything like that at all but the reason why it's such a big deal when i know on one hand we might say black men but that's because of patriarchy it's such a big deal because marriage really is associated with the distribution of wealth that's really what it comes down to in my mind so when i as a kid like my entire life i've always looked at marrying a black woman one because that's that's what i know but two because i kind of grew up in a hyper-political household and i know how the world works and i know if i'm when you when you you look at your marriage it's kind of like your circle so once you marry that person you guys bring each other up you bring your family up you're bringing up people that look like you that's kind of how it looks so when you bring up for example when we talk about athletes and celebrities why it's such a big deal when they date white or they marry white especially on a public scale it's because we're seeing the, the, the most successful people in our community, in a sense, walk out of our community. Like we're, we're building olive branches to other people when we still haven't uplifted our own. So for me, and we can look, all look at it in a selfish sense, kind of romantically and like, well, I prefer this, I prefer that. But in a real world sense, depending on how you want to like build things, you kind of got to be like, okay, I want my empire to look a certain way, not just to me, but to the world to represent a certain thing, and that's always been black for me.
3: Eesh. Wise words. I feel like I need black. snacks.
2: I, olive right. branches. I love
4: it. Olive branches. That was good.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, everybody has their own preferences, and I think that's fine. Like, I think you should, but those preferences have to be for the right reason in order for it to work on the long term. It can't be because someone looks like that, because at the end of the day, that can change in the blink of an eye. Someone can get in a car accident and look completely different. Are you still going to love that person for who they are? So I think that's sure. why um, I've never been, like, obviously you're attracted to a person, but some of the reason why I'm all, like, I'm attracted to my person is because, like, you challenge my thoughts, like some of those things, not so much, I feel like our generation is so attached to, like, looks a lot of times, and that's why a lot of, I feel like that's why marriage rates are so different now, because people aren't seeking love for the right reasons. Not all people, but I think it just looks different now.
0: Well. On that note, if there's nothing left to say, I think we have covered the gamut of topics for tonight. We've talked about Valentine's Day. We've talked about insecurities in your relationship somehow. We've talked about religion, race, compromising, whatnot. So I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Kicking In With TGR. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I would like to thank the guests for joining us today. We have truly enjoyed your commentary uh, we will definitely include their social media handles when we post this episode on uh, Spotify, Apple, anywhere you stream podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in, and yeah, we'll catch you next time on Kicking In with GPR.